This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everybody? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Letitia Wright's injuries were more serious than Marvel thought. Scarlett Johansson is working on a new Marvel project unrelated to her Black Widow character. Michael Keaton will reprise his Spider-Man villain role. And Activision Blizzard employees signed petitions to fire their CEO, Bobby Kotick. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, early in November, it was reported that filming for Black Panther Wakanda Forever was temporarily halted until early 2022 as a result of Letitia Wright's onset injury. A new letter from Kevin Feige to the cast and crew reveals Wright's onset injury was more severe than initially believed. Deadline acquired a note sent to the cast and crew of Black Panther 2 from Marvel's Kevin Feige, Louis D'Esposito, and Nate Moore. The three addressed the production halt and Wright's injury and revealed Wright suffered a critical shoulder fracture and a concussion with severe side effects. Wright was reportedly injured in an incident involving a stunt rig. In a note from the Marvel producers, the injuries were originally believed to be a minor, but have proven to be much more serious. It has been a painful process and Leticia has been home recovering with her doctors and the support of family. Wright and the team are set to resume filming Black Panther Wakanda Forever in January 2022. Sources say Wright also sent a video message to the cast and crew thanking them for their support. Right before the production pause, the crew continued to film scenes in Atlanta, Georgia that didn't require Wright's presence. But with Wright's Shuri set to take a bigger role in the sequel, filming has become impossible to continue without her. The production pause let Marvel to move Black Panther 2's release date from July 7th to November 12th and shift a few other Marvel titles around for 2022 as well. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Marvel Studios and Scarlett Johansson are working together on a mystery project that is said to be totally unrelated to her Black Widow character. According to Deadline, Marvel boss Kevin Feige teased the studio's top-secret project while he was paying tribute to Johansson in recognition of her being awarded the American Cinematic Award on Thursday night. He noted that the next collaboration between the studio and the actress has nothing to do with her MCU character, Natasha Romanoff. A reporter from Hollywood Reporter, who was also in attendance at the awards show, shared videos of the night proceedings on Twitter, including one of Feige's speech in which he mentioned Marvel's secret project with Johansson. As to be expected, 
Feige kept almost all details about the project under wraps, other than to say that Johansson will be serving as a producer on the upcoming project in the wake of her role as executive producer on Black Widow, the first movie of Phase 4 of the MCU, released earlier this year. In a speech, Feige praised Johansson's talent and vision. Scarlett has lent her talent and star power to the Marvel Cinematic Universe for over a decade, that she's chosen to play a key part in it for so many years. I'm extremely grateful for. The MCU producer said at the annual awards show, working with her has been truly one of the most memorable and rewarding collaborations of my career. The announcement of Marvel's team-up with Johansson is quite significant as it follows the lawsuit that the actress filed against Disney back in July over the alleged Black Widow contract breach due to the film releasing on Disney Plus at the same time it was released in theaters. The Hollywood Reporter later confirmed that the two parties reached a settlement while Black Widow basically capped off Natasha's story by setting up her role in Infinity War, it was far more open-ended for the rest of the family. A spoiler warning for those who haven't seen Black Widow. We saw Yelena, Alexei, and Melina gathering up the surviving widows and retreating to parts unknown before a post-credit scene. Saw so Contessa from Falcon and the Winter Soldier play by Julie Louis-Dreyfus, Yelena with a new assignment to hunt down and kill Hawkeye. The surprise scene directly sets the stage for the upcoming Hawkeye series, which is scheduled to drop its first episode on Disney Plus today. New episodes will arrive every Wednesday thereafter. The series follows WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki in Marvel's live-action Disney Plus TV show Slate. Up next, IGN reports that Michael Keaton, who has a m made a late career return to superhero movies, revealed he will be filming new Vulture material last week. During an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live on November 17th, Keaton was asked about his upcoming return as Bruce Wayne slash Batman in the upcoming Flash movie. But during this, Keaton also revealed that he'll be reprising his role as Vulture. I'm shooting tomorrow. I'm shooting Vulture stuff, Keaton shared. When asked to elaborate, Keaton merely repeated Vulture stuff. Keaton was explaining how because the nature of filming a superhero movie can be so secretive and out of order that he doesn't bother to ask too many questions on set. This is why he didn't ask Warner Brothers if George Clooney or Val Kilmer will also be in the upcoming Flash movie. Funny enough, Keaton isn't the first Spider-Man villain to reveal in their involvement in an upcoming Spider-Man movie through an interview. Alfred Molina freely talked about playing Doc Ock again in Spider-Man No Way Home months before he was ever confirmed to return. Keaton didn't reveal why he's filming additional vulture scenes and didn't reveal for which movie either. While the chances are high, 
It could be for Spider-Man No Way Home. The interconnected MCU means Keaton could appear just about anywhere. If he does appear in No Way Home, it would make a lot of sense as the movie surprisingly seems focused on Spider-Man villains. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN states that more than 10,000 employees at Activision Blizzard has signed a petition calling for the removal of CEO Bobby Kotick, who has been under fire last week following revelations from the Wall Street Journal that he was aware of the publisher's culture of harassment for years. The petition encompasses virtually every part of Activision Blizzard's business, including employees from Activision, Blizzard, King, Infinity Ward, Raven Software, Toys for Bob, and other studios all signing on. The intro reads, We, the undersigned, no longer have the confidence in the leadership of Bobby Kotick as the CEO of Activision Blizzard. The information that has come to light about his behaviours and practices in the running of our companies runs counter to the culture and integrity we require of our leadership and directly conflicts with the initiatives started by our peers. We ask that Bobby Kotick remove himself as CEO of Activision Blizzard and that shareholders be allowed to select the new CEO without the input of Bobby, who we are aware owns a substantial portion of the voting rights of the shareholders. The petition follows fresh allegations this week that Kotick personally intervened to block the removal of a high-level employee accused of harassment. The Activision Blizzard board has repeatedly stood behind Kotick, including at last week's all-hands meeting. The report also reveals that former Blizzard Jen O'Neill chose to resign in part because of unequal pay with her male counterpart. Last week, IGN reported that O'Neill was offered an equal contract only after tenderizing her resignation. Activision Blizzard remains embroiled in multiple lawsuits over the harassment allegations which first came to light over the summer. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week as this is my last episode of Hero Time for the whole year. And if you want to look up for pop culture news, follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Wooshka. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>